views and opinions expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geek Center of the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Can you try one more time and say no. Geek Father real loud? Geek Father way loud. I just did it. Hey guys, welcome back. It's a new episode of The Geek Father. Scotty Big Daddy Preston right here. Father Ultra Hunter. That's right, that's the FU Hunter <laughs> right here with me. All the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent during all these wild times and man, we're zany, zany times. We're full blown into summer, man, which means there's concerts, there's shows, there's festivals, there's all sorts of great things happening. Seriously, so much stuff. So what do we do with the kids? Now we we've talked enough about babysitting. We've talked enough. You know, we we know that as a parent that that's going to be there. So let's get into how we bring the children with us. Yeah. Because there are some shows, you know, that are appropriate, um, and some that, uh, yeah, you probably want to keep the kids at home with the sitter. So, uh, I actually, just quick jump on, like, um, this past Saturday was the Punks for Presents, and I took that opportunity to take my son Parker to his quote-quote first punk show, even though it's a bunch of cover punk bands, but... Um, well, punk bands, nonetheless, covers yeah. or not. Yeah. I mean, that we know a good chunk of the people that are playing in those bands as exactly. well. So, And it's it already, fits. and the Punks for Presents shows, especially the summer one at Hardywood, uh, I know the last two years, has been very family-friendly. Like, Absolutely. Like, just a ton of kids there it's great like as a band are playing in front of the stage it's not a circle pit but just a bunch of kids running around in a circle so <laughs> so the, the the early stages are it's it's natural for punk rock to have circle pits we we've established that right. with the children right so that's good see and unfortunately we did miss that show this year uh due to well it was another first for logan but we went and saw some wrestling yeah so it, it was fun there. Not the same because obviously wrestling is there. There there are some roundhouse kicks and some stuff like that that you may see in some hardcore dancing, but not quite the same. <laughs> it really does come down to though where where you do draw the line on, on the shows. Let, let's go ahead and say really for a lot of the bands that we listen to, how many f bombs are we willing to drop on our children from the music depending on what they listen to? Now most bands aren't even that bad. Not even the punk bands. Yeah. And a lot of hardcore bands really aren't that bad when, I mean, there, there may be the occasional cuss word or an occasional song that it's heavy on it, but it's not every song, every verse, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not as, obviously, I'm not as worried now. Parker's 16. I mean, at that point, I was listening to bands that, you know, threw that right. bomb out all the time. So I'm not yep. as concerned, and at this point, besides music, I let him watch radar movies. Like it's not like he's going to school, grabbing his crotch, and being like "f this, f that." Like he knows, yeah, at least time and place. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I haven't gotten that call yet from you know, sure. the principal. Yeah, I like how you have to throw "yet" in there. Yeah, yeah, just in case he knows I'm watching. <laughs> nice, and it's a little bit different with a five year old as well, though. Yeah. Now I I will admit, you know, we we we'll talk about our guilty pleasures when it when it comes down to the music and what we really want to share with our children so what i've started doing is I, i've always joked around and it's there where logan and technically leland has had they have their own playlist when we get into the car to play music they request their songs and even certain songs off the playlist now some of it is is hit or miss it's overall it's not that bad there's some great 80s stuff in general yeah thanks to despicable
well, me three, actually. <laughs> so if any parents out there who know that movie, there's some great 80s songs and knots to that. So he, he definitely digs on that so far. There's a band that I learned is a good starter band for just kind of multi-genre in a way. Queen. Parker got into Queen. There you go. Um, I'm not sure exactly what movie it was, but there was a Queen song, and he really got it. And it wasn't Wayne's Roll, because you were curious. <laughs> um, but he just really got into it, and from Queen, just kind of went into different stuff and was asking me, like, what yeah. else do you suggest? I'm like, well, if you're asking me that, I've got a ton of suggestions. And from Queen, you know, moved into, like, Ramones stuff like that but yeah queen was a good starter band for him that was absolutely and, and queen has definitely been played within our house as well very much so like when i'm cooking or doing some cleaning or what you know we love throwing on the music the wife tends to go more with june carter cash which is totally cool mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that at all that's wholesome family music regardless you know the old time country stuff we love it in our in our home what i tend to do is either a playlist or i i, I get into that mental of gotta go gotta go so i'm playing metal or or punk or something. So it's usually rancid, different things like that. But but Queen has definitely been there. It's a staple. I think it's on, a good starter. I'm just about, unless there's a very specific playlist I've created, because I, I am a Spotify user now these days, unless there's a very specific playlist, Queen is somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I think there, there have been, well, again, the old man tangents here. There are a lot of bands that we grew up on, and one of their influences was always Queen. For, I would say, a good majority of them. Punk, metal, rock, everything. Oh, I remember getting, like, a B-side, or, like, a single of Metallica's, and the B-side was Stone Cold Crazy. Right? Them covering a Queen song. Well, we're also old enough to when they did the tribute to Freddie Mercury after he died mm-hmm. at Wimbledon, and that's what Metallica played as well. Yep. So, it's... And then, well, and then you have David Bowie and Annie Lennox doing Under Pressure. Yeah. Which was... Phenomenal, and I, I I don't know what to say. It's it's it goes back to what I've always one one of the many things I've preached about as being the geek father or a geek father is know your history. You don't know how to you don't have to know every detail or how every branch line is connected, but know where your shit comes from, man. And Queen is one of those that have had one of the heaviest influences on bands that we still listen to to this day. Yeah. That definitely gets slipped in there. Now, I'm also really bad about their playlists where I really want to see if they, when they start catching on, I do, I do have suicidal tendencies slipped in there on their playlist. Oh, really? And it's an Judas Priest, or it's um, no, not institutionalized. Which <laughs> it, that totally should be. Like, All I wanted well, was a Pepsi, Dad. It, it started as an accident, and I left it just to see if he would ever notice. But it's uh, it's I think it's like still Psycho or something. It's off one of the okay. relatively newer albums. So one of Parker's earliest songs was "We Are One Thirty Eight by the Misfits because nice. there's not a lot of lyrics to learn. Just no, we are one thirty eight. So he would just jam out to that song when he was. Little, so. Yeah, no, fair enough on that, and and again, that that's where we'll emphasize that with Parker. That's where you have these days, this current day and age, where you have the advantage of having the older child who is more, even if it's not a hundred percent on the same page as you, there are going to be a lot more similar likes than there are dislikes. Yep. At this point, with the 
having two year old, it, it it could change and within halfway through the song, they'll they'll be totally digging it, and then something will click in their brain, and they're like, no, put it on this one and this one. I'm like, man, we heard that a hundred yeah, times like, already. Damn again. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the the question to put out there would be how how do you transition the kids? Like where where do you think is it an age at least like from your experience with Parker? We'll say at this point, where did you see the real step into crossing that line into I'm listening more to what you listen to more than the kitty songs or different things like that. I'm just listening to the radio or whatever it may be. I mean, pretty early on. I mean, I'd say by 10, he definitely had his preferences. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I was always playing music around him. So sure, sure. You know, and he would request different things. He's like, can you play that, uh, that Hey Ho, Let's Go song? I'm like, of course. I yeah. will do that immediately. Like, you know, I guess you were requesting a remote song. Hell yeah. I, I actually had a buddy. He has a kid, his children actually may even be about the same age as Parker or so, or at least his oldest, maybe a, a touch older. And he said one of the greatest days in his life was when he heard his son pipe up in the backseat going, Daddy, will you play Holiday in Cambodia? Because <laughs> he listened to the Dead Kennedy so much. And he's like, yes. And, I, then, and then later on, his kid's like, hello there. I know uh, you can talk like this oh, the entire geez. time. No one should ever talk like Jello ever, <laughs> ever, ever. I mean, the guy is... He's made his mark. He's done his thing. Dad, play some more of that music, please. All right, you're going a little bit into Bob Dylan territory there, man. Now you have to do the list. You have to do Yes, that's what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, Jello has a list. Yeah. True, true. But you, you did lose it there for a second, so no, there was, was definitely some I was doing Bob Dylan. Like, that's all More mumbling, yeah, yeah. Which I actually went to see Bob Dylan. Like, oh, I'm sorry. 12 years ago, and it was the saddest thing ever. Because he only played his new stuff. Wow. I think he played one song, older song, which was All on the Watchtower. Besides mm-hmm. that, it was an hour and a half of music, of songs I've never heard at Bob, oh, shit. at old Bob <laughs> Dylan's. So it was like, gonna roam over damn near, but do. And like, you could see the crowd falling asleep. Because I feel like most people had gone to want to hear, like, you know, let's hear the new stuff, but let's put in, like... Transition back yeah, a little bit. Yeah, some of the old stuff. And I actually hadn't bought the tickets. Like, uh, my girlfriend had bought the tickets and just was right. like, you know, can you go with me? I was like, all right. Man, that was that was a rough no. hour and a half, two hours. Like One band that has, just to show a little bit of variety and and what, I, what I'm hope to give to my children and their musical taste. One band that did that great where they started playing the newer stuff or the, whatever the current album was at the time. Well, I know what the album was at the time and I'll give it away here in a moment. I kind of just did there. <laughs> uh, where the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. It was Californication Tour. They did, you know, their couple radio hits from the album, a few more, and they did just did this beautiful, beautiful transgression back to, I mean, even like Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Yeah. And just beautifully in sync, everything. I think they still close out, of course, with Mother's Milk, or um, Higher Ground. Yeah. Off Mother's Milk. They they just did it so, like, such a smooth flow. Though they, they knew exactly, you know, give the people what they want, and everybody's covered doing a set list like that. Yeah. Now, being a headliner, you have a little bit more leeway to do that, of course. 
Because at the time, oh, Foo Fighters opened for him. That's a long time. That well, think about when Californication <laughs> yeah. came out for yeah, Chili that Peppers. Was a, that was a while ago. So you know, Foo Fighters played all their new stuff. Everybody was still into that, but they only had like two albums out at the time or something like that. Still, I think. Anyways, my point is to to find the right flow and to where where you bring the kids into the music because you're always going to get the argument. I know, like. Um, certain people I know will name names or any how they're related to me or not related to me to where they're always going to disagree no matter what you do with how you introduce music you know I mean and, I think sometimes it's it honestly could also be just connected to movies and things like that sure you know I, I can't I, I'm drawing a blank on anything specifically movie wise that would have inspired Parker with Queen but I mean there's a ton of queen songs out there i i, I remember showing him a couple years ago Shaun of the dead and you know don't stop oh, me now comes on perfect. he's like he's like oh wow this song's in here i was like why yes it is yeah actually they used what like three or four queen songs for the whole movie didn't they i don't remember i i only remember don't stop me now but okay. they probably i know did. there was a minimum of two i want to say there's at least three though all right so it's it's been a hot minute since I watched the movie. Anyways, no, and that's good. Well, and that's where, fortunately, newer movies these days, where movies are always related to music. Right. Soundtracks, scores, everything, which is always good that you know, Star Wars, the most recognizable score, I will say, out there probably for just about anybody. Whether you're into the genre or not, the, the movies or not, the Star Wars theme, score, the Empire theme, whatever it may be, people recognize it. I realized where our generation, again, another old man tangent kind of <laughs> here, I realized that our generation was actually being put in charge of stuff when I heard a Cure song on a digital camera uh, commercial, and they used pictures of you. Really? Yes. I mean, I'm not shocked. I mean, they, they no. have Buzzcock songs on commercials. Exactly, so. for cars. Yeah. yeah. You, you know our generation is officially taken over with... The, the only commercial the punk commercial song that just angered me was um, Where Eagles Dare was on some commercial. And I was just like, no, please, no, why? That, Jerry, why, Jerry, why are you selling out like the rights wow, to that? Oh, wow. it, it was, that was rough. I mean, well, the sellouts have always been there for the commercials. Let's, let's, whether it's, it's a newer song or older song. I mean, what was the Doors had that one song for a while of, what was it? Somebody, like a light bulb commercial or something used Light My Fire or something. I can't remember. But it's still, I don't know. Like there's, there's still a At difference. At the time that was still new though. That was still a newer that's, song. That's true. I just, it's, I don't know. It just bothered me. <laughs> Fair enough. Now Fair I'll enough. give it opposite props, and I know we have gone completely off the rails at this point, Duh. but we're, you know, talking about music, and that's what happens. Right. But I think it was Left for Dead, or um, not Left for um, the zombie game for Xbox that I'm drawing a blank on now. I think that's Left for Dead. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, two, and the commercial came on, and they played Clutch in the background. Really? And uh, it was Electric Worry. And I was like, I'm sorry, is that Clutch? And, like, it worked perfectly commercial and for some reason like i was like wow this is a lot Damn. of exposure for clutch i was pretty stoked for that so another well and and that's that's what it's come down to is there there's a lot more connection to stuff it's not just some big corporate company paying to you know selling out a song right. of someone that we'd like it's oh no i totally support your video game use all of our songs for it you know right. what whatever it may be it kind of put me back and maybe it's just some association with video games and music but to those early tony hawk days you know yes where that i remember tony hawk 2 bam right from the start police truck dead kennedys i was like yep all right well and that's how a lot of us east coast kids found out about some extra west coast bands we didn't always know about mm-hmm 
I mean, there, there are plenty of bands from the West Coast that we knew if you were into punk rock, hardcore, or whatever. There's still the, and then there's still plenty of East Coast that West Coast doesn't know about. I, again, like, well, we went a perfect segue into the show that we attended this past Sunday uh-huh. for the Swank reunion show. Yes. My wife grew up in California, had no idea who Swank was, had no idea who Fun Size was. She, on her way home, she was, thank you, thank you, thank you. She loved the shit out of that. Oh, yeah. It was the pop punk, whatever. It was fucking beautiful, and it was a fun show. One, I probably wouldn't have taken Logan if he was a couple years older. It would have been a perfect, like, gateway yeah. show into, this is what we do when we go out sometimes, you know. and there, there wasn't really any, like, any pits or anything like that. It seemed you know, like everybody was me being of, an idiot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think I, I did have a moment. You were the pit for about a hot minute, half a song. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, I'm I'm over forty, man. I had to take yeah, a breather. I was over near the front, kind of off of the side, and I remember going up. Oh, here we go. I'm like, oh wait, that's just one dude grabbing another dude and swinging around. I was like, wait, that's not just one dude. That's Scotty grabbing a dude and swinging around the floor. It yeah. was cute though. Y'all were it was fun. It. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> I had my moment, and then we just... But we enjoyed the show. I mean, everybody had fun with it. But th- that's also kind of another way to even look at how how you introduce... Like, Logan is into some 80s stuff, like I said, from Despicable Me 3. Parker started with Queen. So do you think maybe it's easier to start with a certain genre? Something like pop or just regular rock? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. So he was in the Queen and in the Ramones. And when I first started dating Charlotte, she's huge in the sky. Well, there is a band that is the best transition band like to get into them and get into the music. And it's Aquabats because they yeah. have a show on, you know, Cartoon Network. Right. So Parker was already a little familiar with that. So when she was like, I, you want to listen to the CD? He was like, there's a CD. And he really got into Aquabats to the point his birthday a month later, got on the Aquabats CD. Halloween, like three months later, dressed up like Aquabat. Yeah. He was, and that's going to be, I just told him his birthday present one of the birthday presents is we're taking him to Aquabats they're playing here yeah. in two months and that's gonna be his first actual show big show see and that's where I need to reintroduce something like Yo Gabba Gabba to the yeah. boys Logan watched that when he was really little we really haven't watched it much with Leland just because there's been other shows and things are different obviously Aquabats would do a lot with Yo Gabba Gabba because they're all friends and mm. you know the people I think it was one that Aquabats that even created that show yep Specifically for, because all the kids show, I mean, you have, you have classics like Sesame Street and different things like that. Yo Gabba Gabba was really a, a great trend set for great shows for kids to still do all the learning, good wholesome stuff. The like, music, man. The no, music was like, incorporated so much. That we could watch. <laughs> well, yeah, that, 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 that adults could definitely yeah. tolerate and even enjoy as well. Because I, I enjoyed it. I mean, there are times, obviously, where it's you're watching a children's show, so you're, so you're not going to be super excited. But then you're like, oh, Jack Black is on there and he's singing some silly song. Okay, let's, I can dig let's that. Let's just say it's more tolerable than that Barney crap, all right? Dude, we uh, knock on wood, we have been blessed by the old and the new gods. Barney has never been a thing in our house. We've never had to deal with Barney. What about the Wiggles? No, see, I don't mind the Wiggles. 
I am all so-so with them. Charlotte loves the Wiggles, and mm. Parker, when he was young, he loved the Wiggles. Mason, for a hot second, was obsessed with the Wiggles, so maybe oh, yeah. I just had so much of an overload of Wiggles. Now, for now, there were times where <laughs> it's definitely like, oh, man, you've watched the same DVD, like we're on the fifth time around or something. Sure, I mean, that's... Actually, on a funny note, uh, I actually, during Mason's obsession with the Wiggles, I kind of got upset because I realized, you know, this is a really easy gig. You just kind of like talk about a color and then sing about it like red, 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 red. Yeah. And you just name stuff that's red and that's a song. Or like, you know, you just go, all right, we're going to the barn. We're going to the barn to see the horse. And you just, and I was thinking, man, I should just grab a bunch of my friends and have like a tatted up version of the Wiggles. It would be like you, you know. Uh-huh. A couple of us and well, and even what was it? Oh, because <laughs> that I mean, totally reminded me. It's I'm a sorry. pretty easy gig. I'm just saying, easy gig. But what was it? Was it Sweden that has the death metal dinosaur <laughs> band for a kids show? See, they, they got it. And I mean, granted, I could not understand a word that they were singing and everything. But we're talking about. I mean, they had the death paint on their feet like dinosaurs. Yeah, like and leather jackets. <laughs> But they're singing these happy-go-lucky kid songs. And apparently it's one of the biggest shows over in that country. I'm just saying, man, we can start the ball rolling here. I can sing a song about tying my shoes if it, like, you know, makes me a millionaire. Come on. True. Come on. The- I, I got, you can wear the green shirt. I'll wear a yellow shirt. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, we'll just have to do different colors than they do. Yeah. That's all. Okay, that's we'll, true. We'll, that's we'll true. wear different color shirts, but maybe, oh, maybe we can open for them. There you go. I'm just saying it's easy buck. Let's do it. <laughs> That's what Fuck I do. This. We're, we're done podcasting. We found our new niche in life. I'm just saying, that's I'm, what happens when I watch the Wiggles. I go, these guys are making millions of dollars and they're not doing any work. God damn it. Now, to be fair, they do they, do work. I mean, work. they do work. They, I know. I mean, go but, on. That's <laughs> uh, pretty... Right. I mean, they're just singing about pretty simple stuff. It's not yeah. like they're sitting at home going... Oh, now, now to be fair, how do I describe a zoo? Oh, that's that, to be fair to them as well. One. They do a lot of other stuff than what you see with the show. And they actually play instruments. I haven't. They, they actually now. play instruments. Yeah. I mean, they're they're actually talented. It just gives credit to the school systems and I apologize. Other like Australia. I apologize for shit talking the Wiggles. Yes, they yes. put some effort in. The Wiggles are our friends. Yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. And that it's might right. be the title of the episode. I don't right. know yet. Uh, Anyways, but it's a good example of how music is there from the get-go. Like, the kids have been really responsive to whether it's more of a kid's show. Again, to touch back, you know it's our generation creating these things now. To where, you know, you have the Aquabats, Yo Gabba Gabba. Even the Wiggles are enough of... They're cross-generational at this point. They've really adapted to how they do their shows Mm -hmm. and things like that. Music is such a stepping stone, and if I can even just hit the serious note of where I'm I'm 100% in the backing of making sure we have music programs for schools, the, the extracurriculars that should be made available to children for learning music, music, musical instruments, how music is done, whatever it may be, that's my serious old man tangent. Look at we you. need those programs, man. Th- those are essential. They really are. I feel like there should be like a more you know thing coming up. Totally, and then that, Scotty, if, if I knew we wouldn't keep music in the schools, do 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 do. If I knew we wouldn't get sued by NBC, I would totally <laughs> do something like that. The more you know, the more you know. Let's see, try. No, I'm not gonna. No, yeah, no I'm no. not. I'm not gonna tempt fate on that one. <laughs> Anyways, but that's that's where I mean I say that's that's how important music is and passing it on to 
my children, the next generation, how our kids, I, I, I know music is a big part of it. It's always been a big part of our, my family, period, even me growing up. I may not listen to the same stuff my parents do or did or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's always been there, though. Now, I'm just going to ask you a question, we kind of discussed this before we start recording, but I want a band that, if you had to, would be the one band that both your kids would transition to that would be, like, your number one goal. Not mm. that you would force them, but it'd be pretty awesome like see and the, and the problem is i have a couple bands and they're just just enough different genres right to where that i mean that there would be a couple close ties because let me say let me say just also because we have the show coming up in september that we're all going to uh for rancid is is going to be an all-time one yeah rancid i've listened to one of the longest bands i've listened to uh since basically since the first album 92 93 something like that i believe yeah, I think that was nice. It was the, the first self-titled. Yeah, and but even going back a little bit further for me, when it comes to how long I've listened to the music, how consistent it's been, good or at least great music, or at least good music that I'm not going to totally shut down. Honestly, it's going to be Anthrax. Wow. I mean, I'm the Man's a pretty easy song to get kids into. Very true. It's so... And depending on which remix you listen to, you can yeah. have some fun with it. But so. I'm just saying, it's such an easy song to, like, look at these guys. These guys are pretty silly. And then go, all right, now caught in the mosh and kind of move from there, you know. But, but you see what I mean with Anthrax. Besides me just loving them and being one of the, lo- again, even longer than Rancid just because they were around longer, right. the songs are upbeat. They're fun. You know, even if you're not paying attention to the lyrics, it's... It's not, you know, there there are some little breakdown parts and just like da 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 But the guitar playing has always been phenomenal. The way they mesh together, the way they can just jam, and not hippie jam bullshit, but just like jam out. <laughs> not some goddamn hippies. Not to dislike our hippie listeners if we have any. Just <laughs> You're apologizing to hippie listeners. <laughs> I, I'm, Sorry, guys. I, I, Peace, man. Honestly, with my viewpoints, I think I would have lost any of my hippie listeners probably by episode three, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But... I, I stand where I stand. I have my opinions, and I've st- stood by them since, well, day one, we'll say. But I, I think that would, those, you know, a couple of those bands, and besides the ones like we mentioned, like Queen and everything, I think would be an awesome, like, I'm already contemplating a new playlist to create, just yeah. to, to try to push a little bit, but not just kick over the edge. I, I wouldn't right. even say push, but just introduce and see, like, how it goes. Um, I've already, and I actually started this a few years ago, and he's... Pretty taken. He, I don't think he's as, as obsessed with this band as I am. Right. But pretty much my number one band of all time because they're almost multi-genres. Beastie Boys. Good call. Yeah. yeah. Good call. I, I love the Beastie Boys, so I just start introducing it to him and he's he's digging it and i'll be honest when mason gets to the age i'm going to introduce her to it right and not again not force them be like how do you feel about the beastie boys yeah so and again this is where and thank you to current technology because at one point when parker was way younger you were you probably still could have made him well he was still beyond tapes shall we say cassette tapes oh yeah no he was but you still had a way to maybe you could still burn like a mix cd or yeah, something you, make it a mix you know CD. there yeah. there and i'm not talking about limewire to blow up your home computer or anything because <laughs> i know i messed up i jacked up at least a couple computers that with that way we have the technology now with spotify other apps or listening devices on and it's way easier to sit there and go Hey, check out this band. Oh, you don't like them? Okay, just 
delete them or take them off there and listen to something else that's right there literally at your fingertips. I still say, on again, I'm, man, I'm, apparently I should talk to NBC on this one. I'm still always a big supporter of quote-unquote hard copy, though. Definitely go out and support the bands, whether you buy digital, you buy <laughs> CDs. Uh, we still buy vinyl. Yeah. You oh. know, it's... Um, this past weekend on Friday, I went down to see this band... Franks and Deans that played at Wonderland, they play Rat Pack cover, punk covers, Rat Pack songs, and surf rock versions of punk songs. Yeah. And there was a merch table. We got their first CD. We didn't know, but we bought the last copy of their first CD. And the guitarist is the one that was working the merch table. And he was like, oh my gosh, this is a big moment. And I'm like, what? He's like, you got the last copy. So we took a photo with him, and he was hyped. And it was just kind of cool. And just because, yeah, I wanted a hard copy of that. I mean... You know, I can go on Spotify and find them, but I, I wanted sure. that CD. And it so happened that we got, like, that was a big moment. We bought their last CD. Yeah. Well, and it was the same way with uh, when we were at the Swank Reunion show, where I bought their, it was their new album, 12-inch vinyl. And, yeah, I mean, I was listening, I listened to them on Bandcamp. You donate money on Bandcamp to however you want to do that. I still wanted that physical copy at home. We have that turntable there, and I even uh, and I also got a twelve inch. Actually, the vinyl for Don't Sleep. Oh, nice as well. Both bands, well, and fun size as well. We there there was a downhaul which we really didn't meet. They were some younger kids, but you know we were too busy talking. They, not a bad band, just not my cup of tea. Right. And but with fun size, Swank, and Don't Sleep, all three bands, phenomenal punk, pop punk, old school, really, if you think about it. Yeah. It's to Dave Smalley, and Fun Size technically has been around since the 90s, but all super, super nice people willing to talk to you, and just, it reminded me of the way shows used to be, where people would actually just be cool with each other. And that's what I was going to say, that's something that's actually, I love with going to the shows at clubs, is that a good portion of the time, the band members are there selling the merch, so you're not only showing that, like, you're not just buying the stuff but talking to them after the show it's yeah. not like a big venue where you just go and buy a t-shirt and like oh cool i got the shirt like you're talking to the band after the show getting yep. autographs it's just so it's just a so much of an awesome forum to be able to do that exactly and well and it, and i want to give specific props to don't sleep uh dave smalley who's done stuff like dag nasty down by law and everything just go check out all all those bands don't sleep everything that we've mentioned great bands anyways to go listen to however dave was very specific in a song that they wrote called arise saying that that whole band has children now and how they chose to still stick to the punk rock life playing in bands doing all that and bringing their children now whether their children do the same things or not it doesn't matter however they know where their parents come from and he actually wrote a song about that and i was just and I told him, you know, too, I was like, dude, that, that hits home. That hits perfectly because you, you may not, my, my children, no matter what they do in life, as long as they have a good stable head on their shoulders and hopefully they're listening to some good music, man. Yep. Because music, again, is the ultimate inspiration as far as I'm concerned when it really comes to so much in life. Damn, I'm getting all misty right? here, man. Right? I am, dude. Oh my gosh. Anyways. I have so, to bring a box of t- tissues on. on for sorry, this I got my shirt. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But that's where I stand with it. Music is is there. Got one last band to throw out there. Oh shit! It's not even really a band, but Parker was bringing up some like he got into Michael Jackson for a little while. <sighs> but I said, well, if you like Michael Jackson, you're familiar with a few Michael Jackson songs. Let me introduce you to Weird Al. <laughs> and he went through a period of loving Weird Al because he'd listened to Thriller and Bad. And I was like, well, let me introduce you to Fat. Right. And he thought it was the greatest thing ever. And that was one of those... Weird Al is 
honestly so multi-generational absolutely because he man i'm in i I remember hearing him on what was it dr demento's top 20 so funny the thing is for what he does as long as there's new music coming out weird al has material yeah and he's great at what he does so and it's bad because I sit there and one of the songs from, like, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, was the Despicable Me 3, and they used Bad. Yeah. Michael Jackson in there. I can't help but sing Fat yeah. every time it comes yeah. on. Too. Oh, I used to play Smells Like Teen Spirit around Parker, and when I introduced him to Smells Like Nirvana, he was like, <laughs> it was like, he was amazed. He's like, oh my God, this is all so awesome. I was like, yeah, that's Weird Al for you. That's sweet. Yeah, and that, that's that's a great little, shall we say, but we'll call Weird Al our subgenre. Mm-hmm. Because... You know it's safe. I, I want to say in his, what, 30-plus year career... God damn. There's only been one person, I think, that's been publicly mad at him. That's Coolio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and... I, I, I liked what Coolio did, but you, you, you see where Coolio's career is compared to Weird Al's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't like necessarily an asshole about it, but it's like, come on, dude, you, you're not the only one. He he writes these songs like or writes the songs from your original material. And I want to even say even Coolio did at least two covers himself, technically. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's just weird to get yeah mad at him over anything like that. Like yeah, I mean, if if you have. I don't think even Madonna got mad at him back in the day, and he's for been ripping on her. Oh, for everything, man. He's ripped on her. Like, that That was, like, minimum a song of hers for his first, like, five albums, I think. Oh, I mean, I remember reading some article, and, like, Kurt Cobain was like, well, we, we've made it now. Weird Al yeah, a, a, a version of our song. The, we have officially made it. There are musical artists who actually, they use that. They, they use the same pinnacle. Yeah. And where it, it's one of those things... To where I understand you make a living with it. We won't. I'm not even going to try to touch the Napster, Lars Ulrich, stupid bullshit. Musicians are out there. Support them. They are out there to make a living. However, for there is still that level of sharing the music, free music out there to really boost. I want to say I probably bought. I'm more inclined to buy more stuff when stuff is shared with me. And I go out and go, oh, no, I love that. Let me go actually get the album that it's from. Yeah. I am way more inclined when it's shared with me to support the band. Now, if there are certain jerk-offs or whoever that are just like, no, I don't want none of that. You have to buy every song every time you listen to it. I'm so less you're going to get introduced to a band by just buying their stuff? Like, if you're not yeah. seeing them at a show, that's kind of a... Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why I, I appreciate uh, things like Bandcamp. Spotify, there's there's some politics involved. So, I'm, again, I'm, I'm not trying to touch on that. I'm not... That, that could be a whole new episode by itself but something like Bandcamp, to where local bands regional bands famous bands can all post on there you can listen to their stuff for free and it, at one point it does start sitting there going hey you know throw a dollar in throw twenty dollars whatever you can to help support the band that you're currently listening to yeah I've got no objection to that whatsoever. It's a perfect perfect format and I think that's really I, I even forgot that it was around. I actually have my, my old band actually used Bandcamp for some of our songs. Oh, what was your what was the name of your old band? Heavy Drop. All right, we'll we'll research that. <laughs> there are a few of you out there uh, that, that might who have that to is. be a whole other episode. Huh? Oh, oh, shall shall we make an episode called of past ventures? Maybe so. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, 
so there's support out there. The music is there, guys. You just got to learn to expand on it. Check out new things. And with the kids, they're, you're, you're, it's going to be hit or miss for a long, long time, to say the least. So since we're talking so much musically, what do you think would be a great brain buster for this episode? Mm. We have a lot of material we could pull from because we're fucking old. I am drawing a blank. Give me a second. Um... Can we just, should we make it just an easy brain buster or somewhat complicated? Sure, because it's not like we're hearing much about the other ones, but they're still fun to throw in. All right. Um, damn. You're much better with these brain busters, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. I was going to do a Beastie well, Boys one, but I I feel like, maybe it's just me, but I feel like there's too much knowledge with Beastie Boys. Hmm. There is a lot of popularity with that one. Let's see. What's a good one? See, now we're, we're wasting time here, so I'm going to... Man, you put me on the spot, so now I've got to try to think of a brain buster to go with this. Let's go with... How about... You know what? We're going to see him next week. Okay. What was the name of Vale's first album? Ooh. First album. First LP, first album. Can I, I... I just thought of a great... One of my favorites to go to as well. I'm surprised it took me this long to think of it. So we, shall, shall we have Brain Buster 2 since... Dual we, Brain Busters. Dual Brain Busters... Because, I mean, again, music. What was the band that played in the club in Hellraiser 3? Oh, I know that one. But... When the Cenobites were unleashed. It's, it's sad that I know that one, but... All right. But, yeah. So, so name of Avail's first album. And the name of the band in Hellraiser 3 playing in the club when the Cenobites were released. There you go, guys. <laughs> so, I guess on that point, we'll wrap up with the Brain Buster here. Again, thank you to all the listeners that have been there since day one or even after. We appreciate it. It's been so much fun. Let me reintroduce my co-host. Or not even reintroduce. Just say I'm glad to have him around. We, we've had so much more fun with these episodes Aww. the past few weeks. I know, Aww, man. You make me sad. We had such a heartfelt episode that we may just have to go hug it out or something. But we won't record that for your for your sake. So just remember, guys, you can catch everything. The best way to catch it is at www.gypackpodcast.com. All right, let me start that over because I'm... You can catch everything at www.gypodcast.com where you can, if you really want to see our ugly faces, check out all of our episodes. There's and so many podcasts on there. So much variety. So... So many things. Where so. I believe we have the Bruce that looks into the future for us every week. That's right. GUI flagship, which have great episodes. That's right. And then they also lead into the GUI nights led by Lowdown. That's where always... Typical going off the rails. Off just the rails that extra step for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe you have a special one at heart. That, I, I, what is the name of that one? I can never remember you two schmoes on uh, that one. I think it's called uh, Beautiful Disasters. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Schlock movies at its best. We That's uh, right. watch B movies and talk about it afterwards. And we uh, we got a few that are going to be coming out soon. I, we got mm-hmm. one. Re- I, last one recorded was with you uh, on the sand. That should be coming oh, out yes, very yes. soon. Man, it's yeah. The timing is always weird when when you start crossing over podcasts <laughs> and stuff. Man, it th- throws you off a bit. And don't forget too that we always have called who does the smash talk. Just That's right. Dropping random knowledge on everybody and loves to have some just cool discussions. So check out everything there. I won't bring up the pillow this time. Ah. ah. Don't forget about smack my pitch up. Oh, oh and I would almost... Hot water. Look at that. I mean, I was going oh. right into the merch, but yes, yeah, smack my pitch up where reimagining, rebooting, sequelizing, whatever. Actually, uh, this That's past it. one... Sequelizing. That, uh, ah. Hobbit, use it. <laughs> <laughs> 
This past uh, uh, week, uh, Groots did one with Hobbit on uh, Inner Space. Oh, okay, yeah. good one. So, again, Inner Space for all of you old heads out there. Yeah. Uh, great, great, <laughs> mo- what, late 80s, I believe? Late 80s. Des Quaid and Martin Short. And, oh shit, what was her name? Um, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, thank yep. you. I almost said Kim Basinger for some reason, but I know that wasn't it. All the podcasts are there, and then when you go to that web address, you just add on that forward slash store, and you go visit our friends at T Public. Because again, I won't mention the pillow, but you did by not mentioning it. God, you are look at that strategic. <laughs> I won't mention the giant awesome pillow of me as I just mentioned. My face. It. My face on a pillow. And technically, you can get a bunch of other faces or other things on a pillow, t-shirt, coffee mug, whatever. Go visit our friends at Tee Public, and you can get wonderful, wonderful GUI merchandise. And, of course, I catch all of our social media gatherings. at uh, We're all over Facebook, all the podcasts. You can catch uh, The Geek Father, of course, on Twitter, at The Geek Father or no, at Geek Father One. Man, I'm messing up my own stuff tonight. Wow. <laughs> at Geek Father One. That's at Geek Father the number one. And Instagram, whenever I try to post there as much as I can these days, it's a little bit more difficult. But on the IG, it is at Geek Father GY. So uh, there's going to be more. We I, It's just with summertime, we, we've been very, very busy. We have a lot of great things kicking off. We're even busy in our personal life, which is always kind of a change of pace for us with the children that's right and everything hey with the so, summer with all the shows yeah. so we have some great things going on guys but keep up with us keep listening uh for any of the brain busters any of the just feedback in general catch us on any of the social media sites that's going to be the best way to talk to us we're here every week guys you know i will let you know if for some reason if we have to miss a week but I, again much appreciation here so i'm gonna go ahead and say that i am scotty big daddy yeah you hunter and join, join us or cry. cry.